0: Our second reading this morning picks up the story in verse 36. Now in the temple there was also a prophet Anna the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher she was a great she was of great age having lived with her husband 7 years after her marriage then as a widow at the age of 84 she never left the temple but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day at that moment She came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Please pray with me. Loving Christ, full of wisdom, full of grace, may your word be present here in us, in the hearing of the word, in the hearing of Scripture, and in the living of our lives. Amen. Last Sunday, which is Christmas Eve, Seems like just yesterday, over the course of three Christmas Eve services, I figure that we told the Christmas story almost a dozen different ways. We told it with scripture and sermon and hymns. We told it in the children's new star play and in lessons and carols and candlelight. And in last week's children time, if you remember, I shared a number of manger scenes, each of them telling its own story, each with its own sometimes peculiar, casting of characters. Do you know who didn't make it into any of those manger scenes? Who didn't get a mention? Who doesn't usually get a mention in any of those tellings of the Christmas story? Anna and Simeon. To be sure, there were Mary and Joseph and angels and shepherds. There were sheep, of course, trailing along with the shepherds and cows and a donkey, and for us this year, even an owl. In some of the manger scenes we looked at last Sunday, there were cats and dogs and even one elephant. And then as we told the story last week, we imagined into the story, as folks often do, an innkeeper who was for us a distant cousin midwife who helps to birth the Christ. But no Anna, no Simeon. These folks who hold the baby Jesus too. Now you might say, but Anna and Simeon, they appear in the Christmas story a whole week after Christmas day, eight days to be precise. Well, as far as Christmas stories go, that really doesn't cut it as a reason. Because without fail, we include those three wise men, those three wise people. And we know that the wise men arrived as much as two Years after Jesus was born, it took the wise ones a while to follow yonder star and to deal with a cunning and cagey King Herod. Anna and Simeon show up in the story much sooner than the three wise men do, but the wise men managed to make it into the manger scene. The Christmas story as we tell it, it is a marvelous mash-up. Most of the time, it is a story woven together from different threads, some of it from the Gospel of Luke, some from Matthew, some of it a fresh expression for a new day. We pull it all together and we bring everyone into one Christmas moment to celebrate these good tidings of great joy. Everyone except Anna and Simeon. But here's the thing. Next to Mary, Joseph and Jesus, Anna and Simeon are the people who most deserve to be there, who most deserve to be in our telling of the Christmas story. In fact, the Christmas story isn't really complete until we hear what they have to say. You see, Anna and Simeon are the original Advent people. Mary and Joseph, Elizabeth and Zechariah, the shepherds, they all seem to be taken a bit surprised by all of this. Anna and Simeon, they're the ones who've been waiting. All through Advent, we talk about this waiting, hoping people. We talk about how the people are living under the heel of Caesar, oppressed not only by empire, but by complicit and corrupt religious power. And so the people long, they long for comfort, for their time of oppression to be ended. They long for someone who will rise up, a Messiah, a Christ. I read this past week that what for us seems so central to Advent and Christmas, this Advent longing, it may not have been as universal an expectation in their world. At least it may not have been on the fore of everyone's mind. Regular folks in those days are living life. They're living a bare subsistence living, just getting by from day to day. Their daily thoughts are likely focused on surviving where do we get food to feed the family today and they they've been held down for so long now how much hope can one really have there are revolutionaries who rise up now and then only to be crushed by the empire and in between those uprisings there are a few a few who keep this hope alive who nurse and nurture this hope the sure promise of a steadfast and faithful God who will come to save the people from everything that does them harm just like God always does enter Simeon and Anna our scripture says that on the eighth day after Jesus is born Mary and Joseph take him to the temple to be dedicated and circumcised in accordance with the law and they encounter there, Simeon and Anna, who have been waiting for this moment for years. Scripture tells us that Simeon is righteous and devout and he is waiting for the consolation of Israel. That comfort, comfort my people that we sing, Simon is waiting for that and it's been revealed to him that he will see it before he dies. The sense of the scripture is he's been waiting for the consolation of Israel for his many, many, many years. And one morning, the spirit nudges Simeon and tells him to go to the temple courts where he meets Mary and Joseph who bring the newborn Jesus, and Simeon takes the newborn in his arms, and he experiences that full-on consolation, and he says, God you can now dismiss your servant in peace for I've seen your salvation all that you have prepared all for which we have rated you waited you've now placed it in my arms a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people all in this newborn child now dismiss your servant in peace basically Simeon says I can die fulfilled now His advent waiting is complete, and there's Anna. Anna is a prophet, and we should take note just of that because scripture doesn't mention the women prophets. Anna is the only woman called a prophet in the New Testament, and there are only a handful in the Hebrew scriptures. Anna is a prophet she's 84 years old and like Simeon she has been waiting most of her life Anna never leaves the temple she worships she fasts and she prays and after all those years of waiting and praying and fasting fasting Anna sees Mary and the newborn Christ and she knows She knows what this moment means because she has been waiting for this moment. She has given her life to it. And so Anna then goes and does what prophets do. She goes and shares the good news of what God is up to in the world. Anna tells it to all who are looking and longing for redemption and for freedom. In the Christmas story, In these moments of new birth, these two older folks take the baby in their arms and they say, this is it. This is the consolation of Israel. This is God's saving help come yet again once for all. This is the good news and light and liberation for all people. All that we have longed for over generations of struggle and suffering, this, this is it. Anna and Simeon remind us that the new birth that is happening here is not unmoored from what has gone before. This is God's fresh new word welling up from what God has been doing all along. God coming to save God's people from everything that does us harm. Anna and Simeon are the original advent people they carry with them the history and longing of their people into this new day. The Christmas story is not complete until we hear Simeon and Anna say, this is it. But that's not all there is to this story. This isn't just the last scene in Luke's Christmas story. This scripture is indeed full of Advent waiting, and it is indeed an integral part of the Christmas story. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. And it also carries with it a moment of epiphany. In the Gospel of Matthew, the Epiphany, the revelation that comes with the wise men, but here it is recognized and named in the voices of these two elders, the righteous Simeon and the prophet Anna. And look even a bit more closely. In this story, there's Advent and Christmas and Epiphany. But there's also a whisper Of good Friday did you notice I am sure that Mary did Mary who has been pondering all these things in her heart who marvels as Simeon announces great things about her son as Simeon gently hands back the baby Jesus to Mary Simeon says to her this child will cause the falling and rising of many he will be a word that will be opposed and a sword will pierce your soul too. There is pain to come, Good Friday. And there's also here also a breath ever so subtle of Easter. That falling and rising of many, that rising, is the resurrection word. And then, notice who else in this scripture reading doesn't get much mention in the Christmas story the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit is the one who moves the action here, who inspires, who empowers the Holy Spirit is upon Simeon, just like the Holy Spirit is upon Jesus. The Spirit has revealed to Simeon that he will see the Christ, and the Holy Spirit moves him to go to the temple. There's even a bit of Pentecost in this scripture. This story carries with it all that has come before the gospel, the hopes and fears of all the years met and incarnate now in the Christ child. But this scripture is not just the closing scene in the Christmas story. With the birth of Christ, it turns and moves us into all that is yet to come. This story also carries with it the entire life of Christ, opening up to us now, all of us, light to the Gentiles, glory to those who have long been God's people, through all the travails of life, even unto death, even beyond that, into more life. This story of Anna and Simeon, the words they say, the life they live, the promise and present reality of the baby in their arms, this story carries it with it all that great good news for this brand new day. And so as we take in this story in this moment, on the last day of 2023, on this eve of a new year as we take in this culminating story this fresh word for a brand new day here are some Anna and Simeon questions to carry with us what are you carrying with you as you come into this moment it may not be as enormous as the hopes and fears of all the years but then again it may be Maybe it's a longing or a hope. Maybe it's a burden, a hurt, a grudge, a broken relationship yet unhealed. Maybe it is determination as we head into 2024, a word to make this world a better place, a word of life and justice, a word only you can speak and embody. Maybe it's a bit of this, and a bit of that what are you carrying with you as you come into this moment and out of all of that what is it you need to release that's what Simeon claims here release what burden do you need to set down What do you need to leave in 2023 to be more free in the year about to dawn? What have you clung to for far too long that you need to let go? What do you need help carrying? And let's not assume that it's all burden. What Simeon and Anna experience here, what they share is blessing through and through. What blessing do you carry into this moment too? What intention, what gift, what gratitude, what tender mercy, what do you bring that you can share for the well-being of the world in this new year? One of the reasons that I think that the Christmas story isn't complete until we hear from Anna and Simeon is because in the Gospel of Luke, all these folks we meet along the way, they tell the story together. From the moment the angel silences Zechariah and nine months later lets him speak, God has come to God's people to set them free. Through the moment, Elizabeth blesses Mary and Mary sings, God is bringing down the powers and lifting up the lowly. God is filling the hungry with good things. God is doing this in me through the moment when angels bring shepherds good tidings of great joy the shepherds see the child and tell mary and then go and tell it to any and all as mary ponders all these things in her heart and as simeon and anna carrying the longing of a people and god's faithful love through the generations as anna and simeon hold the christ child and say this is it light for the nations glory for God's people God is near God is here the fullness of God pulsing in the fullness of humanity this is it they tell the story together and they live it out together in their moment and in ours, this good news is the culmination of all that has come before and it is the very first moment in a brand new day everyone is part of this story and we tell it together